All right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best. You got the best. Now close your eyes. You're about to be podcasting. Welcome to your podcast. I'm Ken Mills, one of your hosts here today, and I'm joined by Gary Schaller. How's it going? It's going great. Have you recovered yet? I'm. I'm. I've still got Nashville on my mind. You know, like that. It's like that uh, song by the Easy Beats. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Monday, Monday I've got Nashville on my mind. Which, by the way. The guys in that band were the uncles of the guys in ACDC. I know. Such a good song. I know. I remember. I know. How, how about you? You still Nashvilleing? Hell is yes. I'm still Nashvilleing. Uh, I don't know if I'm back yet. <laughs> uh, for those of you who have been avoiding all of our social medias, all the Kiss podcasters, all of uh, I mean, it's. It's been everywhere. If, if you don't know about the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo 2018 edition, boy, you missed out. Then you don't know shit. <laughs> you don't know anything. We're, that's kind of harsh. No, I don't. <laughs> this year was bigger and better and cooler. Uh, it was it was actually physically cooler because the venue had much better air conditioning. Oh yeah. Yeah, nothing against the last place. They were great, too. This yeah. place was just a little cooler. It was nice. And beautiful inside, the Nashville Palace. Wonderful place. Great venue. Yeah, it was set up just for us. And we were in the same area as the Willie Nelson Museum mm-hmm. and Cooters, which had the Dukes of Hazards car there, which is pretty cool. I had to take an obligatory generally selfie because, you know, who among us didn't watch that thing jump over a ravine? Uh, in slow motion at, at some point, right? Love that car. Love that. Yeah. You know, the simpler times, and uh, it was a trip. And you can just walk up and take a picture of you with the car, right? You don't have to go to an auto show. It's just right there. Yep. No, it was, it was cool. I, I, I would have liked to have uh, gone in a little bit. Next time, Gadget. Next time. And there will be yeah. a next time. Matt Porter has been slaving away working on the three over three and a half hour long version of the kiss room and the podcast. Awesome. Just put it up on Friday. There's no reason for you not to stop what you're doing or maybe just part of, maybe you listen to it over the long holiday weekend that we just had. It was, it's pretty cool, but whatever you do, check it out. There's a lot of great stuff in there. Uh, Craig gas is interviewed. Angel is interviewed. Gosh, Jacob Cade, Courtney Cronin Dold, uh, Joe Polo, Jody Havnot, just so many great people, and uh, it was a blast. The kids from. Well, actually, you're talking about Under the Radar. They're going to be on yeah. a special episode of Pop. That nice. was a blast. But you can you can kind of get an idea of the vibe. It was amazing. They they had uh, two tiers, two levels that of seating. We should set the the scene because what was so cool about this was that like you had the main, you know, if you can imagine like a a, a, a the, I mean it was a theater right so there's a stage, and then in front of the stage was all this open space where like if you were seeing a show it'd be like general admission kind of thing right yeah but that was set up with seats auditorium style mm-hmm. um, for all the stage presentations like all the panel discussions and so on like the producers and songwriters were being interviewed okay and then behind that were vendors and um, and some booths set up. Like that's where we had our our podcast, Kiss Room, Pop, Zilch booth, right? And there was vinyl as far as the eye could see. Vinyl everywhere. Great. There was also the new music area where you had like the newer bands that were setting up and you could meet them. And then there was the classic bands on the other side where you could meet them. And there was also things like uh, the Bill O'Coin Yes, yeah, yeah, trying to get a, a, a petition you could sign on a computer to get his name in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But, but behind us, behind that, like, like you were saying, was this elevated area. Like, and again, if you imagine like a theater, right, 
you're, you're seeing a show that the, the stage is up front and then in the back is like an elevated area where there's like booths. You can eat dinner at the booths and tables and a bar in the middle of all of that. And uh-huh. it was so cool. All the booths had basically been co-opted by different podcasts like um, like the what is it like the Roach Coach? Is that what they call it? The um, yeah. new metal one and then like Kiss Fack. And a yeah. whole bunch of podcasts had just like basically taken these booths over for interviews and and, and all their gear was set up and, and stuff. And it was such a cool thing to be able to stand up and look around this whole venue at all the, the fun and the camaraderie and just the good vibes. Yeah, it was great. And it, it was it was such a blast. And our location was, was great. I didn't realize how great our location was until later in the day, but we had basically anyone that was going through the venue had to hit us at some point, yeah. right? Yep. And and at the Kiss Room, Podkiss, Pop, Zilch, and Cheap Talk Station, there was... I knew I forgot. <laughs> Cheap Talk. I, we just do, do so many. You do so many podcasts. Right. And now the Fun Size Show. Right, right, right. So, you know, it's just it's crazy. But we had that booth set up, and Matt Porter helmed lead mic and he was kicking ass as part of the kiss room and our sister show uh the beast with two heads right and uh and then christine the button queen was there and she was holding court and you were there and i was there and it was great because people would just come by and a lot of people you know i'm not trying to be like an ego pig or anything but a lot of people are saying where's the podfather mm-hmm. and that made me feel really good and happy and I purposely didn't sign up to interview hardly anyone. I like picked some of the younger bands because I didn't know who would interview them or not. But yeah, at some awesome. point, it was great when you have like Angel, you know, all of them coming over and going, we were told that you're the guy we're supposed to talk to. And poor Matt, he was, he was hungry. He was going to go get something to eat because, you know, it, it happened so fast, didn't it? It seemed like everything was like just over like in two hours but it was all day yeah that's yeah, how yeah, much yeah. fun it was that's how you can tell you're having fun is when it seems like bloop, you know like that and the diversity of music too like it wasn't just you know a lot of it was like rock and hard rock right but like you could get some really cool vinyl of all different genres yeah jtb over at over at jason thomas broderick's place because he's got a record store down there and he brought over a rare monkeys thing from Japan, and Christine snapped that up. So that was really cool. Yeah, there was just about any kind of music you wanted to find, and like we said, vinyl as far as the eye could see. And it was it was great to meet a lot of new talent and a lot of the classics rock stars from back in the day, back in the 70s. And uh, Ron Keel from the 80s, from Keel was there, and boy. He was. You don't want to mess with Ron Keel. He was not a small man. No, he's he's tall. He's he's big, and he looks like if you took everyone in the Sons of Anarchy and put them into one character, it would be <laughs> Ron Keel right now. Right. <laughs> he literally <laughs> is like the hard rock cowboy. I mean, he is a biker dude, and you know, at the venue the night before, you know, he said, "Hey, I'm coming out and having a drink with you, and we're gonna party." And a lot of bands will say things like that and then rush off into a limo. Not Ron Keel. <laughs> he was there chugging with you and partying and hanging out, and it was great. Yeah. And the drummer from Very Tesla friendly. was there. That was amazing. You know, it's just weird because there were some lines for some things, but you could literally walk up and just talk to these guys. I think the most, for me, I don't know, there was two surreal moments, having both having to do with the band Angel, right? So one surreal moment, and I feel so silly saying this, right? is that um, I did not realize that you could turn their logo upside down and it's the same logo. You didn't know that? I No, okay, I did not know that until the National Rock and Pod Expo, okay? So, like, at, at one of my coworkers, Ashley, uh, a few weeks ago, we were all having a crazy week at work, and I, I get in my mailbox, she's put a whole bunch of, for a whole bunch of us, she did that with our names. So, like... She did a Gary one where if you turn it upside down, it still says Gary. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I couldn't believe it. It's so cool. Right. Uh, but then the Angel logo, I had no idea. So that blew my mind. 
Um, the other thing that, that was just a surreal little moment with Angel is, and this is like, this is what's cool about the Rock and Pod Expo. One of the things that's cool, uh, if you're thinking about going next year, you got to go, is like at some point later in the day, I'm sitting there with you and Christine, and I forget who you were talking to, but I look over in the corner in one of the booths, and sitting there is Punky Meadows and Frank Domino, like sitting over like a tray of, uh, of, I don't know if they got wings or they got onion rings or something. Just the two of them sitting there all, you know, they're like glammed out in their rock star paraphernalia. Oh yeah. But like you're in the same big room and they're just sitting there at a booth eating onion rings. Yeah. And, and, and it was weird cause they looked like they were royalty cause they were on like this other level yeah. and it was like, you know, it was a trip. It was a trip. Right. A trip. That was cool. Very nice. And everyone was just kind of decent, you know? Yeah. Paul Taylor of Winger was there. Uh, Joe X. Doobie and Brandon Harkin of Stars. Uh, Bannon, Michael Dakota Wagner. Denman. Michael, yeah, Michael Wagner. Taco Mouth, Under the Radar. The Jacob Cade Project. Uh, Ron Gary Keel. Corbett. Gary Corbett. Yeah, Gary Signed Corbett. My, I got a vinyl copy of uh, She's So Unusual by Cindy Lauper, a record that to this day is one of my favorite records of all time. And uh, such a great album. And he wrote Shebop, which was one of the big hits for Cindy Lauper. So I had him sign it. And that's a boy, I, I love that. That was so cool. I met him last year, too. He's such a nice guy. Yeah, really. Agreed. One of the really cool things that, that happened to me is I was sitting there and this guy comes up and asked if he could have a candy bar because we were giving away fun size candy bars for the fun size show. And I'm looking at the guy and I go like, oh, man, I dig your necklace. It's just like the one from the Biters. And I look up, and it's the lead singer, the Biters, stepped right out of the video, right? Right, right. And Yeah, those uh, guys were walking around. All day I was looking at those guys going, is this 1975? These guys just look, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like like they're the kids from Detroit Rock City or something. Yeah, only cooler. Much cooler. Yeah, much, much cooler. Yeah. As a matter of fact, speaking of 1975, I'm going to play a song for you right now. It's called 1975. This is a great song. You're going to hear some a throw to Kiss and a throw to Bowie and everything else that was cool about 1975. Check out the video. It's lots of fun, too. The, the band plays weird versions of themselves in it. They get their ass kicked by some hard rock girls. It's pretty cool. I want to lose my mind. I want to rock and roll all night. Like it's 1975.
was 1975 by the Biters. We were uh, fortunate to hang out with at the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo 2. Yeah. And I'm already looking forward to Nashville Rock and Pod Expo 3. And I'll tell you what, I have some ideas. I don't want to say them online uh, on the show because I don't want to give them away. And if they don't, they don't materialize, uh, you know, I don't want anybody to be disappointed. But I have some ideas for things we could do at the third expo that I think is going to be pretty great. Well, I'm going to wear pants, so it's going to be different than this year. But uh... I mean, listen, it depends on whether or not you want people to, to, to go to the right. expo, yeah. right? But for those of you who haven't been paying attention, the, fir- the first year, 2017, Rock and Pod was red. The second year, 2018, was blue. The third year is green. RBG. It's a tribute to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. No, it's a tribute to the Kiss solo <laughs> albums. Uh, How damn cool is that, right? Oh, wow. All right. So, so purple is the year after that, so... Green, wouldn't it be something? And it's the third one, three, green. I wonder. Hmm. Wait a minute. So, wait, hang on. What order do you put them in when you put them in order? Because you're saying, because you're saying you're going Gene, Ace, Peter, and then Paul. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not saying that's the level I like them in. No, I'm just saying. No, but, I'm just saying. But remember how, like, they'd say, and here they are, the Beatles, John, Paul, George, and Ringo, right? And you, Gene, Ace, Peter, Paul. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, yeah. what's what's the name of the book by the great Julian Gill? Which one? There's 87 of them. The one about the solo albums, <laughs> yeah, Gary. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. name of that is? Uh, Gene, Ace, Peter, Paul, right? Yeah. So we're seeing a pattern here, so... I like it. That's yeah, cool. What happens? Just, does, it, does that mean there's only going to be four? No, no. That's just where we start. Then we'll and get, then get uh, the orange one, right? For Rusty Blades, you know, for Rusty Blades, the Eric Carr, you know. I don't know. We'll see, right? I hope so. Could even match it with the Dukes of Hazards coat, right? <laughs> Rusty Blades. Which, which, which Dukes of Hazard? The the originals or the or the. Uh... The, um, I'm straight up original OG. OG. Oh, is that right? You know, you know, talking about how halfway through the show or whatever, the the they had the two other guys playing them. You know, what I'm talking about. Now you're getting into a weird Kiss comparison, right? Like they had a they had a Tommy and Eric come in. <laughs> yeah, literally. They did. They did. I forget what their names were. But like Bo, there was a time where Bo and Luke were not played by the original guys. Yeah, they were. Their, in fact, they were their some cousins. Of the, some of the merchandise. Uh, I forget which action figures, the, the Galoob ones or the other ones, that were straight up the other guys. Amigo, I think, did a line of that. I'm sorry, now I'm going into right. action figure geekdom. But like speaking of geekdom, we'd like to send a shout-out to Buddy Baker, who this is his second time attending, and he's going to be starting a podcast called Star Pod Log, which is kind of based on the old Starlog magazines and he brought us Starlog magazines the last two years, and as it turned out, there was an ad on the back of this year's, and the reason he chose, and it was issue number six of Starlog, and it had Angel on the back, and they flipped out when they saw it. You can hear the entire thing on the Kiss Room Podcast Rock and Pod 2018 Extravaganza, three and a half hours long. It's worth your time. Please check out that episode. It's so good. And in your podcast feed already, you, you've probably already downloaded it, but it's it's worth it. Check it out. Most now, definitely. today we are going to talk about, we're just kind of playing some ketchup in the world of Kiss, right? Not mustard, mm-hmm. but ketchup. We, we mustered the, the strength to play ketchup, and I'm sure you'll relish it. Yes, there you go. Much better at punnery than I am, sir. Oh, for sure. So the big shock of this week is Ace and Gene and the, the mighty Gene Simmons band and Keith Valcourt invaded Australia, and a good time was had by all. And a special shout-out to all of our friends down in Australia who are getting to see some great fun rock and roll and experience this. It's just so cool. Something that we take for granted over here, right? Yep. So... Thank God they were on, what is it, the Gold Coast? They call it that, right? I think so. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Which is cool because the last time Ace was there, I think, was with Gene in 2001. 
He had a kick-ass band with him. And the Gene Simmons band, the mighty Gene Simmons band, is made up of, this time, Phil Schaus, Jeremy Asbrock, Ryan Cook, the great Ryan Spencer Cook, and, of course, Christopher Williams from the band Except. He's filling in for Brent Fitz, so... Mm. Awesome. Fantastic. The entire KISS universe was gasping. They went... Just like on the inside of Unmask, where it says gasp. <laughs> Remember when it said gasp? Mm-hmm. And Gene said this while joking around with Ace. And boy, people lost their collective minds. And then there you were know, a bunch of people who didn't care at all. But, right. <laughs> but those that were really upset about it were really upset about it. I think if you take it on balance... Yeah. Uh, and you and you look at the if you look at the number of little jabs that have gone in the other direction, right? Over the years, mm-hmm. on balance, you know, you have a guy like you know Gene. Gene certainly says a lot of offensive things in a lot of offensive ways, but you have a guy like Gene who barely ever uh, really tosses one at Paul in in the in the public arena, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I think what was particularly brutal about that one is that it is a bit of a sensitive topic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but is it as much of a sensitive topic to Paul as it is to the fans? I don't know. I really meant, yeah, I meant the latter. Because when you think about it, I think Paul knows exactly where he's at and what he's doing. I think that Mm -hmm. he feels blessed to be able to do what he's able to do, right? Right. Like, I think Paul Stanley loves being part of KISS and loves doing it. And, and and in fact, when he does what he is able to do, he does what he's able to do very well. Right. And you, you can't take away from his drive, right? Right. But if you realize what actually was going on is that this was Ace and Gene just guessing, you know, just, just goofing around. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't meant to be recorded. It wasn't meant to be shopped around the world and it wasn't meant for Paul to see it or hear it necessarily but you kind of wonder what they joke like when the cameras are off right well yeah and i got to I, I i have to push back gently against that though because when you say it wasn't intended for everyone to hear i have um you know i'm a psychologist and i had i had one of my coworkers recently came up to me and said you know oh one of my patients looked me up on Google and found out all this personal shit about me. And I'm like, uh-huh. Because, you know, this is 2018. Right, <laughs> like, right, You right. know, this is what's going to happen, right? You all, like, you know, you now are, you know, everything that's online about you is pretty public. And, and anything you say on stage, if you're a, a member or were a member of a high-profile rock band like that, it's going to, you know, and especially if you make, like, a little jab, it's going to be everywhere, Right. So, I mean, I don't, maybe, maybe in their advanced ages, they didn't think like that because, the, you know, the, there was no internet when they recorded Kiss Alive 2. But you got to know that they got to know that if they say something like that, there's, you know, 87 iPhones recording it and it'll be online before they're done with the sentence. True. But what I do think you're right about is probably that they don't think that it's going to amount to much because, like you said, who knows what they're saying all the time to each other and how they're giving each other crap. Yeah. You know, a lot of people took great offense to it. Some people thought, well, it's good-natured ribbing. Some people thought, well, good on Gene. You know, it's, it's about time he... I mean, this is the same guy who tried to feed Gene a French fry with a toothpick in it, right? Is that what it was? I couldn't yeah. figure out what the hell what that was. Yeah, that seems like a really... I mean, it's the kind of thing that that seems like a funny thing until someone's in the emergency room, right? So yeah, yeah, that's the thing about jokes—they're all, you know, they're 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 like a gun, right? It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt, or it depends on which end you're on, right? So that's right. humor, that's right. humor, that's just the way it is. Yeah, so so Paul's always kind of—I can see Gene's ego from my house and things like that. You know, it's right. It, it's a back and forth between these two guys, but. Uh, you know, they, they really are, you know, co-workers and brothers in some weird way. And uh, I'm sure that Paul's going to give Gene some chuff for it. And Gene will say, ah, oh, come on, you know I was only kidding. I right. love you, Bubba. You know, that sort of a thing. 
Right, right. And the, the band is kicking ass, you know. Uh, some people are saying that the A shows are sloppy, but from what I understand in uh, Gene Simmons' band's defense, Ace gave them the set list kind of late, and they didn't really get a chance to do full rehearsals. But those guys are sharp. Those guys are amazing, the Gene Simmons band. And I'll tell you what, we haven't talked about this on podcast yet, but I saw Ace last month. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the best Kiss-related performance performances I have seen uh, since I started attending those in 1992. And it was amazing. Ace was in great form. His voice was good. His guitar playing was excellent. Um, his band was tight as heck. Um, the audience was, was, you know, was into it. Um, he played everything you wanted to hear. And at some point um, afterwards, I was talking to my wife about it because she went with me. And this is not her jam. Like, like she's not a Kiss fan. She's not an Ace Frehley fan. Although, like, after all these years, I think she, she appreciates a lot of it. But she said to me, you know, he was great. And he was a really, the way she described it, she said he was a really generous band leader. Because he looked like he was into it. He was super invested in the music and the band. And he gave all of the other band members space to, to play and to have their, you know, kind of solo time and be in the spotlight. And compared to other times I have seen Ace uh, over the years, he was great in 2008, sort of when he sort of came back. We, inter- we had him on the show and he did um, Anomaly. But this was so good. He was great. So, I, I, you know, my, my hope is that he continues in this vein because, I mean, I think he's really... He looks great. He sounds great. If you could just keep this up, I'm really pleased. Well, he's also going to be part of the upcoming Kiss Cruise, so that's going to be a lot of fun. You get the feeling like something's going on. Well, I... even if it's just this, I guess. But I don't yeah, know. to me, this is this is the reunion, as far as I'm concerned. You know, like these guys doing what they can. You know what I'm saying? It, I don't right. really want to see everybody in pain again if they don't want to. I don't want to see anybody doing something they don't want to, right? Right, and I know that everyone's got it in, in their heads maybe to do like a big kiss send-off where every living original member – or living ba- band member, original or not, uh, gets on stage. But I guess given like the, the disparate goals and egos and ideas of everybody involved – the best we can hope for is something like what happened where you get like, you know, Gene and Vinny on stage together at, at one event. And then you get, you know, Peter showing up for the vault at another event. And then you get Ace and Gene on stage and you get like, was it like two years ago where Ace and Paul recorded Fire and Water? It's not bad. Yeah. It's like a good state of things. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I can't mention Australia and all of our friends down there. Without mentioning Rislet, and uh, he's kind of fallen on some difficult times, but we are all in your corner, Rice. You know, you've been a big supporter of everything we do here at the podcast. You've been great to all of us, and we are fighting this with you. And you've got a lot of people that care about you, brother. You've got some great friends. Well, we're rooting for you, dude. We hope you get through this. We're all with you in anything we can do, whether it's provide you with some goofy entertainment or help you in any fundraising things. Let us know because we are your Huckleberry and you've got a lot of friends that care about you. Sending our love and whatever we have to, to send you, brother. Just, uh, do you wanna, just can, you, can you spell out his name in case people want to connect with him? R-H-Y-S-L-E-T-T. Ricelet, and he's a heck of a guitar player, and it's just a really great guy, a super Kiss fan. I'm glad he got to to be part of these Gene and A shows, you know. Yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome. Sadly, Ace did not play his new single, "Rockin' with the Boys." No, when we saw him uh, here, he he didn't play that or Bronx Boy. Now, don't you think that's kind of odd? No, I, I get it. It used to be that bands back in the old system of how things went and how things worked in the entertainment industry, you were always pushing the new thing, right? But now right. it seems like we're pushing the old thing all the time like because that's where people know you from. 
And that's really what people want. So if you put out a new song, it's almost, uh, are you ready, an anomaly? See what ah, I did there? Very good. I see that. I get it. When I first heard the song, I didn't care for it. But the more I hear it, the more I like it. A, it's also the only other uh, A song that's come out in 2018. So it's it's in heavy rotation with anything else I'm digging right now, right? Well, wait. What about Bronx Boy? Well, that's cool, but this is the new one, right? Oh, oh I see what you're saying. But Bronx yeah, Boy this... was Bronx Boy was 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Oh, this oh. is the other one. That's, sorry, 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 hence sorry. the other one. Yeah. yeah. And Bronx Boy was cool and everything, but this is the new one, and I thought we'd like kind of have you literally play the song on your side of the call. I'm we'll on just, it. just just work through it. So why don't you fire that bad boy up? We're going to talk right. about, this is this is like if it were a YouTube reaction thing, like the podcast reacts to rocking with the boys, and there'd be a picture of you and I, mouth agape, looking quizzical, <gasps> like, <gasps> you know. This is the bonus DVD commentary track. Yeah, that sort of thing. And, and Ace did film a video for this in Detroit recently in front right. of a live audience, so that was pretty cool. Right. Well, and, and, and there was a there was an alternate version, sort of like where there was the thrills in the night. You know, the, the they had to discard. <laughs> the, right. Um, there's an alternate version of this because he had a very specific idea of what the boys means. Um, and when they told him it, it wasn't a genitalia reference, he had to scrap his initial idea. I think that then, whole joke's going to be cut out. Oh, what? It's comedy. No, I'm talking about his balls. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. I, you don't rock with you don't rock with your boys. That's an uncomfortable hashtag. Me too. I'm not comfortable with this. Okay, fine. All right, fine. Okay. Okay. Um, here we go. Yeah, I heard he. Re- I heard he even was recording the. I heard he was recording a video, and I don't know when we're going to see it. I, I want to see a Bronx boy video, just personally as a Bronx boy. Myself. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. So right. let's, without further ado or further ado, let's let's hear "Rockin' with the Boys," and we'll interrupt it every so often. All right, ready? Yep. Oh, it's a fucking ad. Five. Yeah, hold on a second. All right. Uh, Ace is really getting into a bluesy vein. So we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna play this. It's gonna be in the background, and we'll pause it every once in a while when you want me to pause it to say something. Okay. This is medium tech. Yeah, medium tech. You ready? Yep. Drums sound good. You can tell it sounds like a drum machine, though. You think it is? Sounds like it. Here, listen to it. What do you think? Hold on a second. Did you hear that? A little bit. A little bit. Like triggers, you know. See, I'm singing along to it. Yeah. It's catchy as heck. This part gets me, though. We've had the best of times. Well, three. That's that's one of those Ace Frehley School of Enunciation things, right? We've had the best of times. Well, what it, what it also he enunciates the shit out of that. There's a little bit of like a Cars feel to a lot of Ace's solo stuff. I don't know if you get yeah, that. like a, like a new wave vibe, right? Yeah, like, Whether yeah. it's that you know Seinfeld, you know Elaine from Seinfeld, that one the girl can't dance. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Ace has a great uh, new wave record in him. I know he does. Oh yeah. Sadly, we'll never see it because his audience like would reject it. But he sneaks it in there though. Like there's oh, a lot he of fucking does, and fr- I love Frilly's it. Comet stuff that sounds like that. Anyway, yeah, go go. Yeah. I'm there for you, and you're there for me. This drum part, they could have like half that. Yeah. Be home soon, cause I'm rocking with the boys. Boys. Cause I'm rocking with the boys. Now we're gonna pause it there. Now, so so we've basically this song is Beth 
rewritten, right? Right. In the same way that, like, a hard luck woman is Brandy, you're a fine girl, rewritten. Right. Well, it's like, you know, Brandy, you're you're a ship captain's daughter, (laughs) and, you know, but my life, my love is my lady in the sea, right? That's hard luck woman. Right. Pretty much. Rags, a sailor's only daughter. It's mm-hmm. the it's the same story. Right. And I don't know if Paul said, I'm just going to write a Rod Stewart song and take this song and do it, you know? But yeah. Just like he, Paul is great at this, right? Like he takes Fire Brigade from the move and it writes makes, Firehouse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he takes uh, Shop Around by uh, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles and writes Move On. It's the same story, right? Right. And don't forget, uh, what is it? Open My Eyes by uh, Naz. Is that oh, right? yeah. Yeah. To uh, Love Her All I Can. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's, that's the smart way to do it, right? So the Ace is basically taking one of Kiss's biggest songs, and he's, he's rewritten Beth. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's a story of a hardworking musician, and he's telling his woman, look, you know, I'll be there when I can, but right now me and the boys, we're rocking, right? Me and the boys will be playing all night. We're going to be rocking with the boys. So, all right, so we're going to pick it up with verse 2. The lyrics are, I'm going to read the lyrics thus far, okay? I've worked so hard, you know, I travel so much. We've had our differences that don't make a fuss. Each day I'm gone, my heart grows fonder for you. We've had the best of times... uh, Oh, you know what the best is? There's a city here in Northern California called Petaluma. Mm-hmm. And uh, we saw Ace after they'd played there, and he's on stage. It's called you know, Petaluma. Mm-hmm. And he goes uh, something like, you know, last night we were in Petaluma. <laughs> so great. Last night we were in Petaluma. 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 Is the worth the worth the price of admission just to hear Ace uh, wrap his mouth around that word? <laughs> uh, oh, good. So then we get a, a pre-chorus after we've had the best of times. Uh, I'm there for you, and you're there for me. Yeah. So the chorus is no need to worry. I'll be home soon because I'm rocking with the boys. Don't be sad. I'm working tonight. I'm rocking with the boys. Right. Very bad. Yeah. Verse 2, tour buses make me want to jump out the door. I'm sick of truck stops with shit on the floor. (laughs) What keeps me going are my memories of you. We had the best of times. So let's let's listen to that. That is fucking poetry right there, Jack. That's perfect. I love it. <laughs> I have a hope this is going to be a fun record, though. Yeah, the I whole, think so, too. Thing, yeah. I think so, too. But that's the kind of line that you're either going to roll your eyes at or giggle at. I choose to giggle because oh, sure. that's my personality type. I'm a giggling fool. And you could just sort of, you could hear Ace talking like this. Yeah. We've had the best of times. Is that repetitive drum play? Yeah. Be home soon, cause I'm rocking with the boys. Now there's gonna come a cool part coming up. I'll give you a buzz when I take a break. I wonder. I wonder if he has like a. Uh, Wi-Fi vibrator thing that he's like he can control right. the vibrator. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, think about. It. I mean, literally. Where are we? Where are we putting this in? I, I actually bought Crockpot this year, and you can like. Aren't they the best? Dial it in on your Wi-Fi to like you can be at like work or church or wherever the hell you are, and you can tell it to turn on and off. 
This is so, why we're not the greatest country in the world anymore. This is why. Like honestly, this is it. This is why. Like this I, is why. This is why the human race is is doomed. Because the idea that that you could be sitting at the mall, and you can go, mm, it's stew time, and then you do something on that. an app on your phone, Hot. and your and your crockpot's like, I'm making stew now. Right. Like that's that's it. That's why that's why we we can't go back to the moon. I remember one of the greatest pieces of advice that my mother ever gave me is that men are like microwaves, women are like, you know, slow cookers. And <laughs> just guys, that's a bit of advice, seriously. And you don't want to go ping after 1 minute. So anyway, <laughs> but God. but like I'll give you a buzz when I take a break. Just imagine if you had like Wi-Fi panties with a butterfly vibrator put in it. Oh my God! You could like send a pulse through your cell phone to your lover, to your the lover, love. your lover. Be home soon. Yeah. <laughs> Warming up the crock pot, slow cooking stew, right? Yeah, warm up the crock pot. No cooking <laughs> stew. Because <laughs> I'm going to have some chili or whatever. We're going to eat yes. some stew. Here's some carrot, girl. <laughs> God. All right, so back to the song. I love this part. Yeah, it's gorgeous. That that redeems the song right there. Yeah. Hey, an Ace Frehley guitar solo. It's going to stop it. Any song that has an Ace Frehley guitar solo in it in 2018, I'm just happy that right? it exists. So, right. No, I hear that. Yeah. I hear that. And I'll tell you what, uh, a good good solo. Yeah, kicks ass. Back yeah. to it. I'm there for you, and you're there for me. And then the music drops out, and we got the audience, built-in audience participation thing, right? Now we're right now we're at 3:15. The song goes on for another minute. Na 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 na. Rocking with the boys. Hey. Hey. You. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that could have been trimmed out and made like a 45 version, right? Mm-hmm. You know, nothing against it. Nothing against it, as the the, the some folks say. Nothing against it. <laughs> So it pretty much is just going to repeat this. Like, after you do the audience participation thing, like, he should be playing a little guitar part over this. Whoa, right. yeah! You know, that kind of thing. It should be fading out sooner, having a big, big crash ending or something, you know? Right. Something that makes... Or just put a little shaker in there. Something. Well, yeah, but... It it just lays there for literally a minute. It's it, you could trim. Somebody out there is gonna make a 45 version of this, right? There's gonna be a 45 version edit, right? We were we were actually talking over that whole thing. It's it's ending. It's 410, 411, 412, 413, 414, and it's done. And it restarts again. So shut up. All right. I'll tell you. I'll out. tell you. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you what the other side of that is. Okay. I have mm-hmm. such – how do I – I don't know. I'm trying to be concise about this. Okay, so um, I have a very specific kind of real love and fondness for a particular kind of Ace Fraley solo song that's just like 
good hard rock uh-huh. and it's a hot sunny day and you're walking around with a cassette Walkman. Uh-huh. As you want to do. Right. And it's like late 80s, early 90s. And you, you've got, you know, $10 in your pocket and you're feeling good. <laughs> uh, and this is the kind of song that like that you put on. And it's almost like it's like the, it's like your theme song as you're walking around the city. Uh-huh. Like and, and you don't want it to end because it's just like it feels good. You're just like driving. It's a driving beat. And uh, I don't know. Something nice about it, even though. Yeah, it gets a little repetitive at the end. It, it, like. I'm looking forward to walking around with this song in my ears. I'm looking forward to having the whole album. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the album cover? Because a lot of people, again, love it or hate it. What do you think of it? I like it. I think it's I think it's just goofy enough. And I think what I like about it too is, um, well, I like the idea you had back in, back when we talked uh, of not making it space themed. And I do like the fact that he made it space themed, but he didn't go too far right there's no ufos he's not wearing makeup all that stuff yeah it's right. it's it's a callback to the solo 78 pose of yep. ace in the silver suit and he's um, got a guitar and is he it looks... photoshopped i don't mean is it photoshopped like did he did they you know did they change the lighting and the shading i mean is it photoshopped like is that a, is is his body from 1978 or 77 no, or whatever. No, 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 no. That's a new picture. He, Ace is looking great. Say what yeah. you want. No, you know, there's, there, there's, there are people who just want to talk shit about things and people, right? Ace looks great. There's times that he didn't look. I mean, let, let me put it this way. If you would have took a picture from 20 years ago, Ace looked bad. And he looks great now. And way, way better. As a matter of fact, the I'm going to call it the cover art for rocking with the boys is ace with a les paul wearing these kick-ass boots and leather pants a kick-ass jacket and he's just casually there and it's got ace fraley with rocking in the i would buy a poster of that uh you know what one of the as we're talking about this one of the best things about the ace concert that uh that uh, as me and i saw okay he had more wardrobe changes than madonna like are he, you kidding he, uh, well, it wasn't like a full outfit change, uh-huh. but you know, like when someone would take a solo, he would go off stage and he'd come back with a different t-shirt. There were at least three t-shirts he wore throughout the course of the thing. He had, he had these cool, like, it was almost like pants that Sid Barrett would wear. Uh-huh. Okay. Where they were like jeans, but they were, may have been like velvet and they had like paisley on them or something, just something weird. Okay. He, he was bedazzled. Okay. And then, well, he is uh, the space ace. I mean, right, exactly. Yeah, and like a kind of like a cool like velvet jacket. Okay, but like th- no less than three t-shirts. And the last one was the best one. It was a picture of like Great Danes or some some dog like a Great Dane, like a few of them, and it just said the word culture under it. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, and, and in like in cursive, like fancy, like culture. Well, there you go. It was awesome. That says something about Ace. I'm not sure, but it it's, it typifies him, right? It's, it yeah. sums it up. Yeah. So we've got we've got new Ace Frehley music. There's both Bronx Boy and Rockin' with the Boys, and I don't know what the third one's going to be called. You know, Rockin' in the Bronx. Toys with the Boys, because he seems to do songs about toys and dolls and things like that. So. Yep. Rockin' with the Bronx? You think you're going to skip the boys thing altogether? Anyway. Boys, boys are going to... No. No, that's another... That's a different thing. No, that's a totally different thing. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that, right? So there's our reaction. Our Ooh. shocked reaction to Rockin' with the Boys. Ace, glad to have you back. We love to hear new music from you. Whether people like this song or not, I love having it in my ears in 2018. And I'm happy to to be digging some great music and some music from a lot of people that I love and like. And It's mm-hmm. been a pretty good year for music. Is there anything you're really digging? Um, I'm, I'm loving all of it, to be honest with you. I'm just happy, like you said, that this stuff is happening at this moment. And let me say something, too, that I know we always talk about in the closing credits of podcast. Uh-huh but it bears repeating, is that don't just YouTube this. Right. 
right? Don't just listen to us listen listening to it. Like go on iTunes or whatever. Or Amazon. My oh, yeah. my drug of choice, Amazon. Right. Spend the two dollars or whatever and buy it because Wait, say that is, again. Say that again. Spend the spend the ninety nine cents or dollar twenty nine. Right. Spend the ninety nine cents, dollar twenty nine, whatever. And get the song. Buy the thing. Like do do what you're supposed to do. If you miss the old feeling of going into a record store, well, we all do, right? That's a, that's a thing that we all miss. But this is that. If you want something like that, go take your hard-earned money, buy the music, support the artist. That's right. right. That's, that's what's fair. Like Ace Fraley made music for you. This is the way you thank him is you buy the song, put it on your thing, and listen to it. And it is yep. good music. So, you know, Between do the thing. Bronx Boy – and rocking with the boys, it's like a one-two and an AB single, right? That's how I'm yep. looking at it. So. Yes, exactly. That's a great way to think of it. I hadn't thought of it that way. That's awesome. So flip the script, buy music again, support what you love. You know, you talk about music that's coming out that I like. There's a couple songs of the summer for me. I know Matt Porter right now is going, oh, yeah, I know that one. But D. Snyder's got an excellent song out right now, and everyone should check that out. And I... I I'm going to play a little bit of this right now. The rain is nothing to fear when you become the storm.
what a great song what a great message glad to see he's doing something and i know i'm gonna lose in some cool points but i don't give a shit if you think it's uncool for me to like this song then you need to readjust, you know, your, like, expectations of life, right? But the Backstreet Boys have another song in the summer. Love, love that song. I won't play that on the podcast, though, but I love that song. Good pop is good pop. That's right. Good music is good music. Yeah. And I'm checking out some, some great music that we discovered in Nashville, and I'm telling you, there's this band, Under the Radar. They have a great eight-song album out, and you need to check it out. They're really good. We're going to be doing a couple episodes with them on the pop side of things. On the pop, and you can hear what their favorite colors are, and, and yeah. which one, which one's yeah. the uh, the cool one. And yeah, they we they they were very cool. They gave us a whole we were sixteen messing magazine. With them, they were great. Home. They were great. <laughs> and they're not even sixteen yet. <laughs> I know it just blows my mind to have that much talent. And right. uh, and there's poise. another yeah. There's another band called Black Heron and. They were they were there and they were very cool, and uh, you know it's like a five song EP that you can get on Amazon. And I thought, well, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna like these guys. And by the end of the EP, I wanted to hear the first song again. And then it's like I listened to it like literally six times one night. So this is so cool. And like so, I just want to shout out to the parents of these young talented people who are um, you know supporting their kids and, and believing in them and making it happen. And here off their album, So Alive, is Under the Radar with She's on Fire. Check it out. shows that will be turning you on we have what we call the ken mills network around here right it's uh there's everything from podcast to the kiss room with the great matt porter and then we've got pop the pop culture podcast where we literally can talk about anything and everything we have a game show called the fun size show which i want you to come on and be a part of it Please. Uh, in which one of us has 
10 uh, questions and three guesses to try to figure out the mystery song and artist the other one has picked. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a show that's only about 15 minutes to 25 minutes long on average. So it's just the right size. It's not going to ruin your dinner for other longer podcasts, right? It's just a snack. Exactly. And, of course, we have Cheap Talk, which is kind of like a part-time podcast, but we're still you know, following the course. It's 48 episodes in, and we've got... Uh, an episode coming up talking about their most controversial album, The Doctor, which is, for all intents and purposes, what The Elder is to KISS fans. Wow. I want to hear that. Or it could be Crazy Nights or Asylum, you know, because it, 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 it's just one of those albums that when a diehard person, you know, it's mentioned to a die, diehard person, they're either going to totally love it or dismiss it, you know what I mean? It's yep. just one of those oh, things. Sure. It's hard to have too many in the middle. But you know what? Those are my favorite records to talk about. They you know, are. Like, they are. Like, like, how, how, how much were people uh, asking for an Elder Roundtable? So much that we ended up doing. Didn't we do two of them over the years? Yeah, and then we the last one was a four-part episode, literally. Right. Out of, out of a record that they dismiss, uh, the band won't even, you know, yeah. honor it. Well, I'd like to thank... Uh, Chris Sinzak, BJ Cramp, Aaron Camaro, and all the people that I don't know their names of. Henning, thank you so much for your help in making the Rockin' Pod happen. And uh, there's so many people that we could thank, but I just want to thank all the other KISS podcasters, all the non... I mean, everyone's a KISS podcaster at some point, right? It's going to come up. (laughs) It's inevitable. To, to all of our fellow podcasters that we got to hang out with, to all the classic rock stars and the upcoming rock stars and great people and listeners, people like Bill Elam and Andy Shaw and Ron Jones and his wife and, and Joe Lascon and his lovely wife, Robin, who had this really kick-ass Kiss t-shirt that was had like the bejeweled you know Kiss logo in red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. I definitely saluted that flag. Was was he the one who was wearing the the nineteen seventy four hotter than hell outfits kiss t shirt a white t shirt with kiss wearing their hotter than hell outfits that was him wasn't it they I were think both wearing, so. yeah that shirt man that was such a freaking cool shirt it was this kick ass yep. black and white photo oh so good Buddy Baker so many people but just uh, hey it was great seeing y'all and please. Come out. This is a chance to hang out, not just with us, but everybody. Uh, you could just hang around, talk to the rock stars, and, and shucks, even people like you and me and Matt and everything. I know. It is so worth it. I, I, don't, even like to, I don't even like to travel, okay? But yeah. it could not be more convenient. It, it, the, at least if we do it in one of those two venues again, right? So, like, it's right near the airport. And then there's a hotel right there. There's multiple hotels right there. You could walk from the hotel. I, I, I had such a great day, the day of the thing. I got out I got out the hotel room. I walked, got some breakfast, saw Matt Porter and a bunch of people there. And, and the then drinking walked. begins. And, no, and then um. right from that moment, we were just swimming in cocaine. No, like we uh, walked, to the, walked to breakfast and walked to the um, National Palace. And everything is so convenient. Great food there, too. It's tons of good food to eat. Great people. And the people. Most of all, the people. So, gosh, Rock and Pod 2019 coming. And it's green. The lucky number three. Wouldn't that be something? Man, we got to get Peter in something. Gee, I didn't thought of that. <laughs> Why, I ought to. I'm just saying. All right. All right. Sorry for meandering, but this was just, we're just having fun here talking about the greatest rocket soap opera of all time. Meander, yes. you ander, everybody ander. Yeah, let's let's meander on out of here. All right, see you all next right, time. We will see you on the next episode of the podcast. Check out the Nashville Rock and Pod wrap-up with the Kiss Room and the podcast and all the other shows. There's a lot of great content out there. You can't go wrong. Yeah. Back to school. <laughs> All I want is a little education. Walking, trouble walking with the Bronx boys. On the pop show? 
uh, when I played the new Backstreet Boys song, I said, I think I want to start a, a boy band. Only it's old men. <laughs> and I want to have it be called... Um, men to Men? <laughs> no, no, it was called uh, Sitting on the Bench, I think was the name of it. All I want is a little education. Walking, trouble walking with the Bronx boys. All right, right, gear. I'm out of here. Love you. Good talking to you. Love you too, too. bro. Bye. And that is our show. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check us out on the web at www.podcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook and on iTunes. If you'd like to contact the podcast, please drop us a line at podcast at gmail.com. Big thanks to Julian and everyone at KissFAQ.com. They've got great information there and a terrific message board, too. Thanks also to Keith LaRue and everyone else at Kiss Online for their great work representing the hottest band in the land. And as always, a big thanks to Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Ace Fraley, Peter Chris, Vinnie Vincent, Bruce Kulick, Eric Singer, Tommy Thayer, and the memory of the late, great Eric Carr, and the late, great Mark St. John. You are Kiss, and we are your army podcast is created by the kiss army for the kiss army and it is available for free as an internet download if you like what you hear on our show go buy it and support the people who made it podcast is not affiliated with kiss or any of its members past or present on behalf of myself ken and the whole rest of the podcast crew thank you for listening to podcast the kiss fanzine for your ears <laughs>